Branding Badass, and welcome to Season 2 of Branding Matters. My guests today are Jay Bissell and Jeff Solomon, the co-creators and hosts of a very popular show called Tacos with Jay and Jeff. It's an online show that puts the spotlight on epic marketing and branding. And because according to them, tacos make everything better. And I could not agree with them more. Jay lives in Phoenix and is director of marketing for Equipment Zone, a premier reseller of Epson DTG dye sublimation and solvent printers. He's also the founder of Hashtag Promo Chat, a popular industry Twitter group. And he's a highly sought-after public speaker and trainer on topics like marketing, social media, and branding. And I've seen him speak, and he is a force to be reckoned with. And a ton of fun. Jeff lives in L.A. and is a brand purpose advocate, promo consultant, and publisher of Free Promo Tips, a promotional platform that spotlights positive things people and organizations in our industry are doing to help their clients with their branding. I invited Jay and Jeff to be guests on my show to discuss what's going on in the promo world these days. I wanted to get their point of view on how they think things have changed since COVID, and I was really curious to learn about their Tacos with Jay and Jeff show and why they think it's become such a huge success in such a short time. Jay, Jeff, welcome to Branding Matters. Oh my tacos. That was a crazy great intro. Thank you. Jeff, we've got to step up our game, bro. Well, we we are stepping up our game. Isn't like kick-ass branding? We're I, I think branding it's badass. Show. I think it's badass branding, Jeff. Duh. Badass, kick-ass, whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, that's because right, we are with the badass chick who does the kick-ass branding. And that's why we were drawn to Jolie because we go, anybody that's doing badass branding is, is in our, our wheelhouse, right, Jay? Totally, totally. Uh, well, you guys are awesome. And I mean, you know what? I had so much fun on your show that I just had to have you back on. I remember when uh, I sent you that message, I was like, I was thinking about you and I yeah. see how much fun we had. And I think the three of us, the one thing, the other thing we have in common is we all like to have the big F-U-N in our lives, right? Yes, indeed. I love that. Indeed. Yeah. The people that are listening, what we really want to do is, yeah, it's really cool. We have fun. But what we really want to do is impart whatever bits of wisdom from our real world experiences were hard. Hardly the experts. If you're going to tune in to this badass podcast, then you know let's make it worth their time. Jay, there better there better be some badass banter. That's what I always. Yeah. That's right, man. We need badass <laughs> banter. Banter is going to be relevant to our listeners. I was on the hot seat when I was on your show. Now you guys are both. Yes. That's great. Okay, so Jeff, you're in LA, and Jay, you are in Phoenix, and here I am in Calgary, Canada, and the three of us are all getting together. So I want to know how did you guys meet? Oh wow! How much time is this show again? One more time. <laughs> we probably first met. Jeff, correct me if I'm wrong, but we met. I mean, it's been over 15 years for sure. Jeff was visiting Arizona quite frequently. Some of your listeners may not know this, but there was a little hot spot of activity in the greater Phoenix area for a lot of apparel decorators. There was technology, there were trainers, there are still screen print manufacturers. And so it seemed like I was bumping into Jeff maybe once or twice a quarter here in Phoenix. And I was like, what are you doing here? So oh, I'm visiting my friend, Scott Fresner. Oh, I'm over here at US Screen Printer. Oh, I'm going to stop by and look at this new press or something. So we kind of connected through that because back in the day, as the kids say, Jeff and I were both very heavily committed to the apparel decoration industry. 
So that's how we met. Also, I believe, Jay, prior to this, you were like selling sportswear in L.A. Jay actually lived in L.A. and I was in the sporting goods business at the time. So we had a big place in East L.A. And I think I bought jammer type shorts from you, didn't I? That sounds familiar, Jeff, but I cannot confirm or deny based on the contractual agreements of my previous (laughs) So So then how did you end up coming together to do your shows and especially the Talkers with J&J show? I got started in the industry because I think I was either bribed, it was either candy (laughs) or money, and I'm not sure right now. I wasn't quite the taco freak yet. I mean, of course I enjoyed them, but I wasn't like all in on tacos. But we started a small family business here in Phoenix, and that's really what brought me to Arizona. And so that was the start of my quote promo industry experience was, you know, a true small under a million and a half in business annually and very local, very mom and pop, literally my mom and my dad and myself. And that was it. And it was kind of a fun start for us. And so that's how I kind of got started and locked into the Island of Misfit Toys. And once you're here, you can't go, you can't leave. But then we got together on the show, Jeff, and jump in any point. But it was me reaching out to Jeff saying, dude, seriously, what the F? If I get one more sales flyer, first of all, I'm not even in that side of the business. I don't even know why suppliers continue to email me. I'm not selling your stuff. I'll be polite. And they're horrible. They're terrible. Like, Jeff, are you responsible for this? And I called him up and I was like, are you sending out these sales flyers? You know, I needed to vent. And you could tell I get animated. I'm still a little ticked by that. But we started talking about how crazy it was because it was like in March or April of 2020, right as the pandemic was taking over and we were just stuck. Like, what are we going to do? And I was like, well, if I get one more of these sales flyers, man, I'm going to lose my shit. I think we were very frustrated when COVID hit, everybody's shell-shocked. And nobody knew what to do. When we started the taco show, Jan and I were just going, man, I think there's a need here for some good, relevant content. And that's why we came up with Tacos with Gene Jeff. And alongside it, we did this thing that became promo good news, where we just let people share what was on their heart during those days. And in those early days, an executive of a large flyer company saying, I had the hardest day of my career making very, very difficult decisions as they had to let people go. And then we had somebody else saying, wow, I didn't realize that rollerblading with my kids was still cool, you know, because they were at home. And so it became authentic and people saying what was really happening. And so what we wanted to do with Talkers with Gene Jeff is be authentic and real and not put the spotlight on us, put the spotlight on what others are doing that they can impart some wisdom. And really what's amazing is how open people have been to share. The thing that I love about it is, you know, we're a community over competition in the sense that we're sharing. I was very fortunate and honored to be on your show to share sort of my branding tips. And And margaritas. And margaritas. margaritas. Spicy margaritas. Do you remember this? Yes. Spicy (laughs) margaritas. Of course I remember. It was was a knockout show. It was one of our top rated shows. (laughs) Anyway, and so I like the fact that, you know, we we can all share best practices and help each other, right? Exactly. As opposed to keeping our secrets, like you said, close to our chest and not wanting to help others. And because I, I love helping people, that's why I started my podcast. And you two are actually the only people in our industry, other than Mark Fried, who is the president of our company, on my show. So I, I love talking yes. about I love talking about swag. I love talking about brand and merch. And I could not think of two better people to bring on to talk about love this. It. Let's talk about our industry because I've been in the industry for over 20 years if you can believe it sorry when i was 10 (laughs) i was gonna say you were a young teenager you know you know we've all been in the industry it sounds like a long time so jay let me ask you this yeah 
before COVID, and we're going to get to COVID, what do you think has been the biggest change in our industry since you started? That's a really tough question. And I don't want to take up all of the time, but I could. So I will say in a limiting way, I think the obvious answer is technology. The advances in technology have created some friction, but for the most part, it's been a huge change for our industry. I think it has gotten better. And I think it's made an impact so that we can do things like on-demand printing, or we can do things like full color printing. And then the time line decreased. So just after the dinosaurs passed away, when Jeff started his <laughs> business, you know, it was like a four to six week turn. That was normal. Oh my God. I know. And so now you think four to six days and you've got those clients that are like four to six hours or, Hey, yeah. is there any chance you could have delivered this yesterday somehow? Like hop in that time machine. So I do think that might be one of the reset buttons that COVID brought us. As so is technology a good thing then? Are you saying that's a good thing that's happened or? I do. I think it comes with some friction and it comes with some potential potholes, some issues. Yeah. But I think for the most part, it's been a huge transformation for what we do, how we do our business, how we go from A to B successfully and still cash a check at the end of the week. I agree. So what would you say has been one of the worst things that you've seen our industry happen in our industry since you started? I would think about this seriously and strategically. I would think about the transactional nature of our business. Like I think we got away from that, but then the technology helped commoditize our industry. The second that it became a website and I could browse myself and shop for myself and see items and prices, it commoditized it. It took away some creativity. It took away the strategic thinking. And that's what I think is lacking still today. That's a really good point. And I have something I want to say on that. But first, Jeff, Jeff, why don't you tell me, what do you think is, since the dinosaurs, <laughs> what do you think has been the most positive since thing? Since the dinosaurs our- were walking on the earth, <laughs> I think the best things that happen is there is a new movement in the industry focused on not so much those commodity types of things. It's social responsibility and wanting to work and cause marketing. And, you know, there's always going to be that how cheap, how fast. But I think what we're just seeing is it's not the commodity sale. It's more the program, the campaign, the creativity. There's always going to be a place for companies where you literally just can go on a website and order stuff, right? And it's Mm -hmm. completely a commodity. When I meet with clients and Jeff, you're probably the same way. I'm a consultant and I work with them because the biggest complaint or challenge that I have with my clients is that they don't know what's out there and they're busy focused on their jobs, right? Whatever industry they're in, whatever job there is, and they don't know if it's not a pen or a t-shirt or a hat, then what else is there, right? And that's where I come to the table when you talk about creativity with a million different ideas. And not only that, but I think the other side of that is what I think is lacking, and I this could be a whole show about, is customer service. And when you go online and you order something and everything goes well, that's great. But what if there's a problem, or I should say when there's a problem? And now with supply chain and everything else, right. I find that that's where my clients value how I solve their problems because there's a lot of them, right? Yes. And, and a computer can't do that. And I've had clients go somewhere else because they found something cheaper. And literally, this just happened to me the other day. I got an email saying, oh, man, I had such a nightmare dealing with that website. You need to help me. And I saved them. And now they're a client. So I think that's will never go away. I agree. I think that it's people like you that are going to do more than just present on price. And you're going to provide an option in a way that you can say, I like the idea of focusing on the specifics and ditching the generalities. I don't want to be all things to all people. I want to focus in. I want to niche down. 
And I know you guys say niche, but you know, we're vulgar. <laughs> we're from the great wild west down here. But the thing to remember for me is that yes, there will always be that transactional business. How do we marry the two? How do we make it easy to buy and deliver on value? Like what you said, customer service would be one of them. But one of the other pillars I would suggest is increased creativity that truly does show how you deliver and solve the problem. So, so many times I think we get wrapped up in the concepts of the stuff, the items, the sweet swag, and we should put that to last. We're like, like we're going to get to that. We're going to get to these amazing pinata tacos in just a minute. But before we get to those pinata filled tacos, let's talk about what is it that you're trying to actually solve? Like, what is the rub? Where's the friction? Where's the challenge? Let's talk about that in a creative way, come up with a killer theme, and then let's work backwards from that because we may not end up with the traditional pens, hats, mugs, sweatshirts, totally. suits, et cetera. Yeah. I think on the surface, a lot of the people that are going to listen to that and many in our industry, they know that, but here's what I want to say. They fail to execute on that. We have folks that are upcycling old signage and turning it into these really cool creative tote bags. So they literally have created a new product category. It's custom to them. It's original by them. It's part of their core values. And I love that. I love that that's different and it has a story to tell. Yeah, I totally agree. So let's talk about COVID because I think one of you had mentioned it earlier. What do you think has been the biggest change in our industry since COVID? Jeff, what do you think? People are trying to be more effective online because it's their only choice. And I think some of it's a fail and some of it's a win. Jay and I, we talk about this a lot. It's a very short list of people who can be very authentic in their messaging. And that's what we are trying as hard as we can. It's not that easy to do. Find the guests that can deliver the goods that will be an encouragement to others. It's a challenging time. Going forward, I mean, this supply chain issues are not going away anytime soon. The labor issues are getting a little better, but still a problem. I think most people in your audience in in any industry are going to understand, oh my gosh, you know, geez, I can't get that pool filter for my spa, you know, because you can't get it. Can't buy a car. You know, like if you go to the Toyota dealer in our town, There are no cars. You wouldn't think COVID directly, but it is because of COVID that now the trickle down effect of all everything else and supply chain has been one of the biggest ones that every industry is being exactly for sure. And our industry, definitely. Do you want to add anything to that, Jay? Well, yeah, I think to build on Jeff's point, you have a shift in we're not able to be as connected in person. So we shifted to online or virtual meetings. Then it created a new challenge, which was how can we still connect people through sweet swag? How can we use our amazing tangible medium to reconnect employees with employers, to reconnect colleagues? How does the sales team interact with the marketing team? How do we sell now? How do we prospect now? I hated the cliche, think outside the box because it gets so overused. And it's like, well, what does that even mean? You know. But it's been interesting to see these last 18 to 24 months, people really thinking inside the box and developing better ways, more memorable ways. And I would specifically say experiential ways to create a kit of collateral material, sales information, promotional products, sweet swag, apparel items, and to create this kit 
Or if you just had the tooth fairy show up and drop off these really cool gifts that were personalized, well, instead of the tooth fairy, it's the promo fairy or a badass brander who's going to be <laughs> able to coordinate this type of key messaging and coordinate it and then send it to people's homes rather than to their place of business. And so yeah. that we saw was a huge shift and elevation of people's <laughs> abilities to deliver that kind of... I would say that's a positive one too. It is. I think it was from positive. the challenge created yeah. some really positive energy. And I think it was a highlight for our yeah. industry. No, I agree with you. That's a great one. You know, we've talked a lot about industry stuff. There's lots of people listening who are not in our industry. A lot of our listeners who are business owners or entrepreneurs or marketers. So what do you guys think based on your experience are the most common challenges that you see clients that are having when it comes to their branded merch? And I want to know also, this is the second part of the question is, what do you do specifically to help them with these challenges? I think a lot of these people, they don't really understand how to convey their brand story and brand message. You know, they think just stuff. Like we want this stuff because we think this stuff is cool. Like, oh, we're going to a trade show. What swag can we give away? And, you know, I'm just the anti just get cheap crap to go in a landfill. And my role is to help them tell their brand story through whatever products they choose to use. And I think there are many great ways to do that and put them into products that are going to be used and not just give away stuff. The problem I think with the buyer is they don't understand brand story. They don't understand there's a whole concept behind brand story and what they're trying to convey to sell their product or company's value proposition. And so they just think, we just want to put our logo. And the and the other thing that we've learned through the taco show is that a lot of times it's not about just putting a logo on something. It's putting a message, a brand message, and having the logo be more subdued. Jay, I think you'd concur that this is a new trend. And uh, it's come up on our show, the talker show a few times where it's not just here's the logo. It's like, could you put something that kind of ties to the logo, a message and maybe the logo is smaller? Perhaps, Jay, you might want to comment on that. Yeah, I do agree with that. I think one of the challenges that a lot of buyers have is they don't know our game, right? They may be looking at us as advertisers, or they may have come to a conclusion and jumped to the wrong conclusion that we're a marketing agency, or they may think of you as a stuff seller, the promotional product classic guy who finds my pens and my mugs. And so I think that first challenge is, is our own messaging to the buyer. And trying to remind them of what our strengths are, what we bring to the table. And then to Jeff's point and yours, creativity requires some time here. And let's, let's identify your audience and let's go back to some of the basics of great branding, great marketing, and even just the tenets of advertising. Who's the audience? What's the message? Why that message? Is it going to resonate? And so I think a lot of the people that are listening to this will realize that we go through a lot of thought processes similar to every great advertising agency, every great marketing boutique, every great brander is trying to figure out how to create an experience with this tactile medium of promotional products. And the ones that do it great, like Joey and others <laughs> like Jeff, are able to connect that emotional tie-in to the object. Like if it's an amazing backpack that's going to have a life expectancy of two or three years, think of messaging and the reach. But to Jeff's point, not everybody wants a walk billboard. I don't necessarily want everyone in the world looking at the back of my backpack that says I was just at this conference in Las Vegas and it says Microsoft or something. What if they could personalize that for me? And then the messaging was inside the bag. I know who gave me the bag. I will forever have an affinity with that backpack or that bag. That sweet swag is never going to be lost in my mind. So to Jeff's point, looking for those alternative ways to create more messaging 
rather than just logo goes here. So every time we see imprint your logo here, it's like the lowest common denominator. Is that fair to say? Yeah. I love that, that you say that. And I, and I totally agree. I mean, you know, Maya Angelou famous quote where she said, people don't remember what you do. They remember how you make them feel. And who doesn't love getting gifts? You don't need to necessarily have the big logo right there because if you give someone something that is a whole, like you said, the experience, they may not necessarily remember every single thing that was in that gift package, but they will remember that they got this gift package at their door mm-hmm. from this company and how they felt when they got it. And they're going to- 100%. If you were an HR director and you were trying to make- an impression to new employees, spread that out. Like it doesn't all have to land on the day that they start. Like maybe there's a welcome kit and then there's something a few days later and something a few days later, draw that experience out so that you're building the culture and then they can appreciate it. Because if you give nine things in a box and it's just like, a whole bunch of things in this kit. Nah, you know, some of it's cool and yeah. some of it, it may lose its effectiveness. So create a multi-step desk drop, you know, yeah. and to the audience that's listening, you know, think of creative ways that push us, push back on us and say, can't you guys do more than just, you know, or use us for that. That's, you know, that's yeah, what I was, ask that us, was, that right? was the other thing I was going to yes. say. You become an extension of that creative marketing team. You become an integral part of, at their meeting. You know, you can't put the entire first chapter of the Bible on a ping pong ball. So if you're <laughs> going to ask for crazy shit, that's cool. But let's also have some boundaries and guardrails yeah. on reality. Or taglines, you know, long taglines. I had actually a client the other day, a new, another new customer. They wanted, I think they ordered hoodies from me. And I just said to them, okay. And I said, so, but your logo, send me your logo. I looked at it and I was like, you know, I think for this logo, we should do this because of this, this, this. And then she replied back. She goes, yes, thank you. And then she's like, you know, I just want to say, I work at this other company and they never suggested anything. I would just tell them I want a hoodie with a logo and then they would do it. And I think from our customers, from, you know, whether you're a business owner at their listening or a CEO or a marketer, they're looking to us to help them because they are like, again, their business is their business and it's up to us and our industry to guide them, to consult with them and to let them know what they don't know. Cause you don't know what you don't know. And that's where we know, exactly. we know you know, t-shirts, exactly. you know, DTG by the way, is an amazing process for anyone who's out there direct to Farmageddon, but most people don't know about it. And it's up right. for us to educate them because they don't even know the terminology and that's where we right. need to educate. What do you want to say, Jeff? I see you chopping. Uh, yes. I want to jump in because I'm not going ADD too far back, but we're talking about effective ways to use products to have high impacts for clients. I want to talk about personalization. And this was one of our tacos guests who sent us really brilliantly packaged with wrap, with their branding, a personalized note, handwritten. Just... Well, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and with, so... With... <laughs> That's funny. Sorry. <laughs> it wasn't you, Jolie. I know. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I, I don't think my... I'm getting in trouble. I, I shouldn't be getting in trouble. This to me is very benign. No, no, no. This I'm... is a really good point. I know I derailed it. I'm sorry. We'll I'm to... just kidding. I think it's great. I think personalization... well, why didn't you send this thing to us? But no, Jolie sent is... us a spicy margarita recipe. Personalization is, I totally agree with you. Continue, Jeff, because I like where you're going with this. I think that in this process of trying to be more valuable and relevant and distinguish ourselves from the competition, these types of things matter. And I think going old school like that, I think old school should be new school to make that impact. Yeah, I agree. And so taking that into the mindset of our customers, because I'm always putting myself in the mind of my customers, mm-hmm, is that mm-hmm. 
when you're a business owner and especially you know what here's the holidays coming up here's a great example holidays are coming up what a great opportunity to thank whether it's your team which is really important because we all know branding starts internally first right and then to also take it outside and to thank your customers or even your prospects because the reality is if you're not sending your customer some sort of personalized gift to thank them for their business someone who is your competitor who might want them as a client will send it to them I think for people that are listening you know not knowing too much about our industry I think what they really care about is how are we helping them promote their business and grow their business and that's sort of what I do Jeff that's what you do and ultimately Jay that's what you do is we're helping them and these are great tips and I think personalization imagine starting a new company at a new company and you get a notebook and a pen and it's got your name on it how would that make you feel it would make you feel valued and important and that you made the right choice 100% Yeah, yeah, I no, love that. True. We're going all over the map here, but I do want to talk about free promo tips because I think that's a really good initiative. Can you share, I'll start with you, Jeff. Can you share a little bit about what it is and what is it you're doing? Well, thanks. Free promo tips was started back in 2005. When I entered promotional products industry, it was my wife who nudged me to get into promo products. And I remember going to the first Dallas PPAI show. So that would have been back well over 20 years ago, realizing that, wow, education was a big deal. And there were a lot of people that wanted to help each other that I didn't see back in those early days that in the apparel industry, there was that much focus on education. And so a lot of people helped me. And I came up with this idea to do free promo tips because I wanted to help others as I had been helped. And it just sort of evolved. And through the years, we've had many suppliers that have supported it. And we've always tried to do really good, relevant content. And we continue like that's a long time to be doing the same thing. And it's evolved. Now we're trying to do some things with short one to two minute your promotion solution videos. It's about sharing insights and not information. Information can be shared through traditional means. So we're trying to continue to be relevant. We just are focused on, and Jay really keeps me to the fire here. Like when we talk about the taco show, we want relevant stuff. We don't want to deviate from what the cause. We don't want to sell out. So Jeff, I want to, uh, sorry, uh, Jay, Jay, I get you. It's like my two boys. I have my two sons, Aiden and Aaron. And I'm always calling them different names. So Jay, on promo tips, you spotlight positive things that people and organizations in our industry are doing to help their clients. So Jay, can you give some examples of what specifically they're doing that you can think of? Sure. This is a real shout out to Jeff and his legacy because who else in our industry but a crazy guy like Jeff Solomon would take the time to offer this up for the greater good. I mean, yes, there may be some sponsors there, but the truth and the reality is, is that this is from his heart and he's trying to help those that like helped him 20 years ago. And so creating a place that's positive where people can share enlightening insights that are going to make a difference in their business it's a big deal. And so I'm lucky to know him and applaud him for what he created that platform. And so all I did was knock on his door and say, I'm sick of this. I think we need to have a different way to tell this industry, how can we create amazing energy and let's do it through a new video show. And rather than us tell people what to do, let's interview those that are doing. And so that's what we kind of captured with the the tacos with Jay and Jeff show was to be able to say, we're going to hang out, have a taco. We're going to interview this really cool business leader, and they're going to share some of the projects, campaigns, challenges, and successes that they've had. So it's ultimately one of the greatest tools ever to teach someone is to say, don't believe what I say, listen to what they just did. And then boom, you know, the explosion of options and ideas and creativity starts to flow. And so 
just lucky to know Jeff and to be able to add value in that way. He has email platform where he's just literally helping tens of thousands of people with free promotional product tips. It's really an industry insider tool. It's not meant for buyers. Yeah. You know, sadly, your listeners aren't going to really benefit by much here. But yeah, but they are because ultimately, when we become better at what we do, yes. then we're right. upping our game to provide a better service product, everything else to our clients. So it actually is helping them. It's an industry thing, but ultimately it is helping them. And I think under the umbrella of fun, right? And I mean, that's what attracted me to you guys is, you know, I love having fun. And I think in the world today, and especially with all the shit that's going on, there's that word again, you need to find the fun in everything that you do. And that's why I love what you're doing, because you're doing exactly that. You're educating, you're helping, and you're doing it all while having fun. And that was sort of the impetus when I decided to do my podcast. And I think we did talk about this. Yeah. You know, I'm the same way. I know what I know, but I know what I don't know. So why don't I bring on these experts from all over the world who can share their valuable tips and their experience and their great stories and my audience can learn and grow and ultimately their business can profit off of that. I totally get that formula, I think is a great thing. So why tacos? We're going to get all the way to the end and then you're going to ask me why talking. Yeah. About 10 years ago, maybe eight or nine years ago, I was speaking at a conference and I made an example of the ingredients of what is marketing and what is branding. And, you know, a lot of people were kind of debating the difference and branding is this, you know, all encompassing whole thing. And then you have different marketing tactics that you might try to execute. And I was like, okay, so I look at that as this amazing taco and the shell is this branding that everybody sees from every angle, but inside of that taco, everybody's got different ingredients. So it might not be a carne asada taco. For some, it might be a tofu taco, or you know, some people want a flour tortilla instead of a corn tortilla, or fried or soft. So, it was this great analogy. It worked for the moment, and I had several people come up to me and go, "I love that. I remember that for, you know, now it makes sense to me." And I'm like, "Well, I don't know if I was right or wrong, but the fact that you'll remember me." <laughs> That's important to me. And then it just kind of grew legs. And then I did go through a little bit of a taco phase where I was like addicted to tacos and truly found myself with other foodies that loved these little containers of joy, as I call them. And um, it stuck. I was at a trade show. Hey, there's that taco guy. And I'm like, (laughs) oh my God, really? That's what you remember me for? So it worked. It was a hook. It was an anchor. It was a branding moment for me. And I guess I'll give it up when people don't want to hear it anymore. Don't want to see it anymore. Don't care anymore. But for now it carries on. And so Jeff and I created the show around that. We started off with imagine two friends hanging out over a beer and talking about their industry or imagine two friends hanging out over whatever. And then I was like, well, of course it's got to be tacos. Cause I mean, come on, I got to have a taco in there. And so we just said, well, let's have tacos with Jane Jeff and have a good time, have fun, bring the fun and inspire people to do better at branding. And I think that your audience will appreciate that because they're trying to do their jobs in a better way. And hopefully something we said today will inspire them to think about how do I pull all this marketing together? I need experts like Jeff and Jolie to be able to help me get through all of this. (laughs) We're the three J's. I just realized that we're the triple J's. And And to prove the creativity of our industry out of nowhere, a supplier in Canada shipped us boxes of spices. And one of them happens to me. I know your viewers can't see this, but we literally have these containers of spices and they branded it for us. Everything's better when you spice it up. It's taco time. Have fun. 
Jay and Jeff and the taco show. And it's this custom taco seasoning spice. And the more I thought about it, I was like, this is really smart marketing. You know, they do other spices and they do teas and they do other things, but to have a tag and to have something that you use useful and to have a memory and that it's experiential. I was like, Oh my God, this is so smart. Latour I'm glad you got it. I was worried it was going to get across the border. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Did you it get was- some? I'm just kidding. You trying to take credit we'll for sure. it. Jeff. I'm trying to take credit again. You know, you know that's joking. a Canadian way. No, yeah, we're kidding. Yeah. It was. It was. He's fun. in Canada. I, he is. That's great, and I love that. But I'm so honored to have met you guys and be connected with you. And you're doing amazing things, Jay. You do tons of presentations and speeches within our industry. You're very well known and very sought after. And Jeff, what you're doing with free promo tips and all the ways you're, I say, paying forward. People helped you when you were starting out, and now you're paying right. it forward, which is amazing. So thank you guys both for being on here. It's been such a pleasure. If people want to learn more about you, Jay, first, what's the best way for them to connect with you please visit my linkedin page so hopefully my the spelling of my name will be somewhere in the notes but it's jay bussell on linkedin j-a-y-b-u-s-s-e-l-l-e two s's two e's two l's figure it out it's french canadian somehow i don't know love to connect on linkedin that's probably the best place to find me great and what about you jeff yeah i'm on linkedin as well jeff solomon you can also go to freepromotips.com there's a contact link there and that works and that's where all the video resides fpt tv you'll see talkers with jay and jeff yeah and go there and watch jolie's killer kick-ass yeah yeah you got to find jolie's show there we celebrated spicy margaritas oh that was so fun i i really enjoyed that do you have any parting words jeff when we were talking about brand and marketing consider brand story who do you want to be? What do you want your brand story, your company to represent other than just we sell this stuff. What's behind it? The point I want to make is just define your brand and who you want to be and then just do it and execute it through your brand marketing and through the tools that Jolie offers and take direction from people that can help you figure it out. And you know what? At the end of the day, everybody has a story and every business has a story and it's just tapping into that. I think you're right. People will say, well, I don't have a brand story. It's like, no, you do. <laughs> like if you just start asking questions again, yeah, totally. as a distributor to your clients, start asking them questions. And through those questions, you're going to find answers that they didn't even realize that they had that they're able to share in a unique, creative way that helps them stand out. And that's good branding. Great branding. I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for having thank us. You. Yes. The two misfits here that you were, you took the time, invited us back to your show. Your show rocks. I've listened to several episodes. And you know what? I want to end on this. Branding matters. Aw, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. <laughs> we'll talk again soon, okay? Take care. Bye. 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 And there you have it. I hope you enjoyed the conversation and maybe learned a few things to help you with your branding. But most of all, I hope you had some fun. This show is a work in progress, so please remember to rate and review on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. And if you want to learn more about me and what I do to help my clients with their branding, feel free to reach out to me on any of the social channels under, you guessed it, Branding Badass. Branding Matters was produced, edited, and hosted by Jolie Goodson, also me. So thanks again, and until next time, here's to all you badasses out there.